Hi, and welcome to Where the White Coats Come Off. I'm Katie. I'm Beth. And we are Pre-PA Clinic, and we are so excited to have you listen to today's episode. Today, we are talking about something really exciting. We have gotten tons and tons of questions about the field of aesthetics, how to get into aesthetics, what exactly aesthetics is, why it's a job for a PA, and so much more. So today, I'm going to be talking to Katie about aesthetics. Yes, we're so excited. Okay, so we get so many questions about people who maybe want to go into dermatology, but it's specifically aesthetics. So for our listeners, can you give a good idea about what exactly is aesthetics and how does it differ from regular dermatology office? Sure, so aesthetics is filler, Botox, or neurotoxins, lasers, basically exactly what the term says, uh, aesthetics. Um, it's also cash-based business, so most medical spas or aesthetic practices do not take insurance. So the clientele is a little bit different, and it's super fun because you get to make people look beautiful. <laughs> I love it. So I would think with like aesthetics, for example, your patient population might be a little bit more happy to be there because they're not at the doctor's office because they're feeling sick or they're in pain or they need medicine. It's because they're there for more aesthetic reasons, I guess. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so all of my patients love getting into my chair and that's where the magic happens. And yeah, it's great. I love my patient clientele, especially, you know, coming from the ER, which is rewarding in its own way. But ER patients are typically in pain or they've waited a long time to be seen. And so they're a little bit frustrated by that. Whereas my aesthetic patients are super happy to jump in the chair. They love having work done on them, uh, even if it is a little bit painful. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, that actually is a huge career shift. So I know you started in correctional medicine, and our listeners probably know you have a long history of working in ER. And so why did you decide to make the shift to aesthetics, and how did you actually make that happen? Because aesthetics is very, very hard to get into. It's hard to break into. Um, they want a lot of experience, all that type of thing. So give us an idea about how you went from the ER to aesthetics. Sure. So I would spent years in the ER, and after... I don't know, probably about eight years, seven, eight years, I realized that it wasn't sustainable. I was really burnt out. It was long hours. It was night shift. I was missing family time. I was missing my kids' auditions or sports or plays. I was missing time with my family and holidays, weekends, nights. I mean, you name it. You just miss a lot. And we had a lot of changes hospital-wide that made it less pleasurable to work there. So I knew it wasn't sustainable. I knew I couldn't do it forever. I'm getting older. It's really a great, great specialty to go into when you're younger and um, you want that experience. So I've always been interested in aesthetics and Botox and filler and that sort of thing. So I thought to myself, if I could go into any specialty other than emergency medicine, what specialty would I go into that would provide a better lifestyle or lifestyle improvement and aesthetics was definitely top of that list. Yeah, yeah, that's a beauty about being a PA is that we do have this ability to switch specialties. We have this ability to say, yeah, I'm young, I'm going to work in the ER, I'm going to work nights, I'm going to work all the crazy shifts, I'm going to do all the things and then decide a decade later, hey, now this doesn't fit with my lifestyle I want now, I'm going to go ahead and switch. So making that switch, obviously before you worked in aesthetics, did you have any um, background in Botox or any background in that type of thing? Or how did you get trained up enough to be able to get hired? Sure, it is actually extremely hard to break into aesthetics when you've been doing a different specialty for years. It's much easier if you're right out of school and you go directly into dermatology or aesthetics because they can train you immediately. Whereas if you go into a different specialty and you're in that specialty for years, again, it's really hard to break into aesthetics. So 
knowing that I was going to change specialties, I knew it was going to be a long-term um, decision and some long-term training. So I started going to CMEs, of course, paying out of pocket. My staffing company did not pay for that. So I went to trainings that taught you how to do um, Botox or uh, neuromodulators, fillers, that sort of thing, and had live models there as well so it could actually, actually perform it at the CME event. And employers love that. So if you're trying to break into aesthetics, you definitely need to go to CMEs or trainings where they have live models where you can actually place hands on patients, actually inject Botox or filler, because that's going to be the fastest way to get a job in the field. Your medical spas want to know that you actually can do it and that you're caught up and you know where to inject what and when and that sort of thing. Yeah, so it sounds to me like you decided you want to take a path and you invested in yourself. You had some upfront costs, but you knew long term it was going to pay out because this is what you wanted to do with your life. Absolutely. So take us through a day. Like, what is a day of an aesthetic PA like? Sure. So at the medical spa where I work, we have a huge menu of services. We have everything from IV therapy to hormone replacement to neuromodulators or Botox, fillers, laser treatments, body contouring. We have all kinds of stuff. So I see a variety and perform a variety of procedures every single day. So I could do, you know, five IVs one day and inject Botox into 10 patients. I can do filler. I can do, you know, a patient on uh, the laser and microneedling and a few patients body contouring. So every day is different, which I really enjoy. And that's actually one of the reasons I went to ER because of the variety. So it's very similar and the variety every day is a little bit different. There's always new techniques and skills to learn with mm. injectables. So it's always exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds amazing. Uh, you know, I'm very procedure based myself. I love the procedures. I feel like that's something concrete that you can actually help your patients with. So it's not so much, you know, managing chronic conditions, but it's actually doing procedures. I don't know. I get a big kick out of doing procedures too. Yes. Um, that, that specific clinical work. Yes. Highly, highly procedure based, which is super fun. Yeah. Totally agreed on that. Totally agreed. <laughs> Nitty gritty, what can a PA expect maybe compensation wise for working in aesthetics compared to other specialties? It's definitely higher than the majority of other specialties out there because it's cash-based business and these mm, are yeah. the procedures are pricey. You know, these aren't cheap procedures. And again, cash-based business, you're going to make more money as a PA. But yeah, so that's really, really interesting for the students who are maybe thinking aesthetics is right for them. What are some final tips on someone who's either in PA school, going to PA school, or maybe they're already PA in a different specialty that might want to think about switching to aesthetics? What sort of final tips would you give them? Yeah, again, definitely look into doing training where they have live models where you can actually inject a patient and know your anatomy. I can't reinforce that yes. or emphasize that enough is to know your anatomy. So particularly with injectables, you really need to know where to inject and not either cause a terrible outcome like an occlusion or that sort of thing, but to also make sure that you give the patient the desired effect. Because when you're paying that much money to look good, you better look good <laughs> following <laughs> yes. the procedures. Yes. Oh. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking about this with our listeners. I know we've had tons of questions about how do you get into this and why did you get in this? And so hopefully this episode answers some of those questions. You can always get in touch with us if you have more questions, if you'd like to hear about any other specialties on our show. Thank you so much for listening. We are pre-PA clinic and are here to help you get into PA school and then get through PA school. If these episodes are helpful for you, we would be so grateful if you would subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. 
Also, if you need help applying to PA school, check out the episode notes. The application to acceptance course is awesome and filled with all the tips and advice you need to get into PA school. We are so excited for your future and are here to help you get into PA school and then get through PA school. Thanks for listening.